Hello and welcome to Wash Day Talks. Here we talk about realistic, respective and authentic content. We speak about insightful and interesting things. Stay tuned and thank you for clicking on this podcast. Hey yo and welcome to today's episode of Wash Day Talks. And today we're going to be talking about the importance of reflection. So to me, reflection is looking back on actions, thoughts, feelings, and trying to uncover them, to decipher them, to look at their layers. What caused them? How do I feel? Why do I feel like this? How could I have acted better? Well, an important thing for my version of reflection is not only looking at how I feel, how my actions influenced me, but also how I made others feel. Because at times we can get so caught up in, this is about me, only my point of view matters, but it's important to also think about other people. And I was listening to a podcast that I really like, and someone said, we tend to judge ourselves by our intent, but we judge others by their actions. And that really caused me to start thinking, if I do something wrong, normally through my reflection, before I started applying this, I would only think about what I intended to do. I bumped into this girl in the corridor and she got angry at me. My point of view is, oh, I was having a really stressful day. I wasn't looking where I was going. Then she just walked past me and I bumped into her. Why is she being so rude? But those were my intents. I didn't intend to bump into her, but my actions, I bumped into her. And for her, she may have viewed it as this girl bumped into me intentionally. So we need to understand that the things we do don't only affect us, but they also affect the people around us. And as part of our reflection, we should also look at that. I'm not saying become a people pleaser or become someone who always thinks about what others think and cares so much about how others perceive them. I'm just saying that it's important to take into account the fact that people's perceptions of us would differ greatly from our perceptions of ourselves. And often you see it in the self-help community, the or self-love community, I don't know, all these communities that don't care about what other people think. There are 7 billion people in the world, so many opinions, blah, blah, blah. And that's right. Sometimes you genuinely shouldn't care what other people think. But a lot of the time, what other people think of us really affects us. You are trying to learn from this person, you're doing group work with this person, if they think you're a really horrible person, it's going to affect how good you work together and how good you work together will affect the quality of work you produce and the quality of work you produce will affect your grades. You need to understand that that there are times where other people's perceptions of us are things we should take into account and try to change for our benefit rather than just ignoring it. I could go to school and just act however under the pretense that I don't care what people think about me. But there are times where I have to keep my attitude in check, or if I'm annoyed at someone, I have to refrain from saying what I wanna say, not because, oh, I don't wanna say it, but because I know that if I say it, it can strain my relationship with this person and their perception of me. And right now, this is not something that I have the time for. But ultimately, I do think it's important to keep in the back of your head that other people's opinions are irrelevant. Also remember that, at times you need to factor them in when deciding on how to act or how to react, yes. So reflection allows for better actions and better understanding of ourselves. If we constantly look back on what we've done, how we've acted, how we feel, 
we get to understand ourselves more and we get to make better actions in the future. So for me, I realised through reflection, I needed to talk less and listen more. And that has really helped me. I realised that as much as I can be a reserved and quiet person, sometimes when I was quiet, I was lost in my own thoughts. It happens a lot in school. My brain will just wander to some unknown place and then I have to bring it back and be like, what were we talking about? But recently, not even recently, I've been doing this for a while, but when I am not speaking, I actively try to listen. There's a difference between being quiet and listening. And when you listen, you learn more, you understand more, and you are able to pick up on things that you may not have realised. Don't listen with the intent to respond. Sometimes you have to, but sometimes just listen with the intent to listen, with the intent to understand. If I'm listening to this some, this person give their interpretation of a poem and in my head all that's going on is how I can respond to them, I may miss some key information that they're talking about. Whereas if I listen with the intent to listen and learn, I would be able to pick up more. Also through reflection, and this is reflection through actions and things that I do, I was listening to my podcast episodes this week. I listened to all of my podcast episodes And I found that there were things that I wanted to change. The first thing was that I speak way too fast in my podcast episodes. Speaking too fast is something that my mum has kind of talked to me about because a lot of the time I'll be speaking, she doesn't hear what I said. Sometimes I say things in school, my teacher doesn't know what I'm saying. And I realised that as much as I don't speak super fast, there are times where I just splurge words and you tend if you listen to my podcast episodes previous ones I tend to trip up over myself when it comes to words and say things that I later on dispute because I'm not thinking before I speak I'm just speaking really really quickly and messing up what I want to say so through that reflection I decided that okay now when I make podcast episodes I want to make an effort to speak slower and also speak in a way that people will be able to understand me better I also realised that I shout a lot in my podcast, I'll speak in a lot of declaratives and speak like this and it can be a bit intimidating, I'm not going to lie. This morning I was listening to my go-getter podcast episode and I just sounded like one of those self-help people who shout into the camera, you can change your life if you want to, don't let anybody put you down and I was like, is this really the representation of myself that I'm going for do I actually speak like this in real life is that how I want my content to come across I don't want to seem intimidating I want to voice opinions and discuss things I don't want to condemn people for the choices that they make and that was something that I wanted to change like I said we judge ourselves on our intent others judge us on our actions my intent was to come across in a calm persuasive discussing discussive is that a word open to discussion that was the type of manner I wanted to come across in but through listening to some of my podcast episodes I realized that that wasn't necessarily the case and if I had never practiced reflection I wouldn't have come upon this realization and I wouldn't have been able to change so when I said that reflection allows us to make better actions this is what I mean if we constantly look back to the work we produce the way we act we are able to act better essentially so yeah I've already mentioned that shouting in podcasts and also not everybody gives you honest feedback which is something I spoke about in another podcast episode I can't really remember when but in a James Clear blog I like his 321 Thursday blogs 
he spoke about how when you're looking for criticism from someone, a good way to go about it is to ask them to rate you on a scale of one to 10. That way they don't have to be too judgmental and no one's ever going to rate you 10. So if they rate you anything below 10, ask them, okay, how could I improve from here? And it's a less intrusive, less direct way of asking for feedback. But Genuinely, if people don't know you that well, they tend to feel a bit apprehensive when giving you feedback because they don't want to offend you. And I'm not going to lie, sometimes feedback can be a bit offensive, especially if it's blunt. It was something I really had to work on about last year, two years before that, how to receive feedback properly. Because you could, I used to put too much of myself into my work, especially in my English language, English literature back at GCSE. And when I get like, oh, this doesn't make sense write it again this is too obscure this is whatever especially with creative writing it used to really hurt because I was like I poured my heart into this but I've grown to love feedback now but like I said not everybody can give you honest feedback and sometimes you have to be your own self-critic and the best way to do this is by stepping back from personal bias and being objective being objective that skill the ability to look at your past actions do an objective lens free from personal bias and things like that is something that has really helped me in a lot of areas from my life you have to maintain a rational outlook especially when it comes to emotion rational outlook is very important in self-reflection because once you start allowing personal bias and emotion to take a foothold in your reflection you stop being genuine and you stop judging yourself based on the objective action you start making excuses for your mistakes the reason why I lashed out at my little brother this morning was because I was tired and I had really low energy that doesn't change the fact that I lashed out on someone not because of what they did but because of how I felt I projected my own negative experiences onto someone else and it just creates a cycle because if I project negativity onto someone they'll project negativity onto someone else and we just ruin everyone else's day so that rational outlook that objective reflection can really help you and the thing about self-reflection is as you continue to practice it you find that it becomes easier and easier to do the things you wish to do. When I keep practicing self-reflection and looking on the negative effects of me not being able to manage my emotions, it makes me want to manage my emotions more because I know the repercussions of my actions. And that's the beauty of self-reflection. It is the path to wisdom and it prevents you from repeating past mistakes. It also gives you power and control. Sometimes I can predict when I'm going to be stressed or not. Because I keep an audit of when I wake up, what I do that morning, how I feel in the coming mornings, what have I been doing to combat these feelings of stress or this feeling of anxiety or low mood. Through reflection, I can tell, okay, for the past week, I've been waking up feeling like this. I've got a lot of deadlines in school. I will probably end up breaking sometime this week if I don't intervene in some way, if I don't provide stress relief, if I don't start using that rational outlook and objective reflection. And it helps me have more control over my life. There was a period of time where I felt ruled by my emotions. I felt like I couldn't determine whether or not I was going to be happy or not. And I was like, no, that doesn't have to be the situation. You can choose how you're going to view this. And if you find yourself coming up to a point where you may end up having an emotional outburst, you can take the steps required to mitigate any drama that's going to happen. So for me, I used to, whenever I got stressed, I used to just sleep. That is not the best way to cope with stress, but I would sleep and I wake up and I felt good for like the first 10 minutes. Then I remember that, okay, sleeping isn't going to take away your problems. 
but now <clears throat> sorry my throat always gets you might notice in my podcast episodes that I have like a croaky voice but when I speak for a long time this happens and you start doing vocal exercises but when you reflect for a long time you can I went off I forgot what I was talking about but essentially you can predict things that are going to happen <clears throat> whoa this throat so someone once said to me you're really self-aware for your age and I laughed and now that I think back on it I realized that we expect self-awareness to come with maturity we don't really expect the young people to be self-aware we expect them to still be in that phase of self-absorption absorption we're only interested in ourselves and how things affect us not how other people feel but actually self-awareness comes from reflection and humility being courageous enough to replay the embarrassing upsetting stressful situations that we've experienced and having the humility to reprimand yourself and to take the required steps to make things better self-awareness is a product of self-reflection and as we begin to understand ourselves better we're able to make the necessary steps to become better you can't change yourself for the better without being aware of your faults And self-awareness is something that can really catapult you through life, like take you up to a different level. It can really help with your moral development and just seeing things through a different lens from other people because it's the same as you constantly practice problem-solving questions. Your brain becomes more adapt to solving problems. As you constantly practice self-reflection, you become more adapt to acting in a better way. Self-reflection will transport you to a place of peace. When you understand your victories and failures, you uncover the path to success. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. <clears throat> Sorry about my voice. It's really croaky. Hope you have a great day and make sure you follow us at Washday Talks on Instagram. And if you have any content ideas, you can, I think Anchor, the app Anchor by Spotify, has a way for you to send questions if you look up this podcast on Anchor or you could just DM us or comment underneath the post on Washday Talks Instagram page. If you follow that page, you get notified whenever a new episode is posted as well. And if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any other platform, make sure you give us a follow, give me a follow. I'm so grateful for all the people tuning in and listening. It makes my day to see people listening and it make the world, make the world, mean the world to me. If you follow, support, share, promote, because we want to get this podcast out there. And yeah, thanks so much. Have a great day.